What is going on, guys? It is your boy Caleb back again for another NBA slate breakdown. Took the day off yesterday. It was a short three gamer um, and, and just had a busy morning. So I am back again today. We'll recap because I, again, wasn't there yesterday. So we recapped two days ago. Um, one in two day, cast the Jazz, minus three and a half. Don't even really have to talk about that. Um, they are a cash cow right now. And then took a tough L in the Nuggets. Uh, got a good number. Again, we've, we've taken, taken like three straight L's now with beating the, the line. We got Nuggets minus three, closed up four and a half. Uh, loved it with Monty and Gary Harris. They were up 41-23 at the end of the first. Um, and then just couldn't get the job done. And then T-Wolves up five, bro. Up five with a minute left. Um, and we had a plus five and a half ticket. They go and lose a heartbreaker in OT by six, of course. Up there with some of the worst beats I've had this year. Um, and I've had some bad beats. And then um, yesterday, Bucks burned me again, bro. We get minus six, closes at minus eight. Um, and just something's up with the Bucks right now. I, I don't know why Chris Middleton is shrinking when they need them need him the most without Drew Holiday. He's absolutely not giving them what they need. I'm sure they'll figure it out eventually. But um, clearly you know not playing their best ball best basketball right now and um thought it was a perfect spot for them to turn around same team revenge spot lost four in a row at home no kyle lowry like i mean i don't know what else i needed to, to play that and uh didn't get the job done but we are back today i got one play um and i'm pretty sure that's the only thing i'm gonna play i want to make sure we lock in one winner and then we'll be back tomorrow but we will break down the rest of the card starts with the Warriors my dubs heading into Orlando four and a half point favorites 224 total um I actually really do like the under here um Warriors play at a pretty fast pace but the Magic do not and both teams have pretty solid defenses and then on top of that uh the Magic really don't I mean they got Fournier back which really does help um but it's a it's a very anemic offense. It's an offense that doesn't get a ton of looks. Evan Fournier, again, does help, but it's really Fournier and Terrence Ross as the only shot creators outside of Vooch. Uh, Warriors have been playing really good defense, and they've done a pretty damn good job this year of being able to um, shut down dominant big, men's, big men despite their lack of size. Um, and the Magic are a team that you can bring doubles to Vooch again, uh, against Vooch because they don't have a ton of outside shooters. So, I think 224 is a little bit high here, uh, given the given the pace of the Magic, given um, the lack of offense, and given the defense of the Warriors. And, and really, Steph Curry is a over machine because when he gets hot, he just starts starts pulling and they start running. Um, so I'm gonna lay off here, but I do really like the under 224, and it actually is something I will consider uh, pulling trigger on. I, I just got to dive a little bit deeper, but um, I do like that under 224. Next game, the Chicago Bulls and Philly 76ers. Um, it's tough for me here because the Bulls have been an absolute cash cow as road dogs. The best road dog team in the league, not even joking. Um, they have the best. Uh, they have won the most units for anyone. I, they have some absurd, like, 10-1 record as road dogs. Um, and they'll look to continue that today. I just don't know about it against the Sixers. Again, Sixers are getting the respect that they deserve here. Ben Simmons should be back. Shake Milton's still out. Um but I think you're gonna see the Sixers start to string together some nice long, uh, a nice long win streak here, and getting their second win here today. Um, I told you, mentioned it many times on the pod. They're five and zero, or sorry, fourteen and zero before those last two losses. 
uh, with their full starting lineup healthy. And I guess you don't even count the Jazz because Embiid didn't suit up. So they're still 14-1. and one. No, no, no. They're 14 they're fourteen two. They lost to the Suns and uh, Blazers. Um, so I, I, I'm of two minds here. The Bulls are a really good road dog team, but this is not a good matchup for them at all. Um, Joel Embiid should absolutely feast, and I mean he should feast against most teams, but uh, especially against this Bulls team, where uh, I don't think Wendell Carter's is there yet in order in in terms of being able to guard him without fouling and forcing him into tougher looks. They can double, but again, they have everyone back besides shake so um shooters should get wide open looks I, it's just going to be a tough matchup um i think eight's fair i know the bulls have been really good as uh road dogs but uh sixers team is also very very good and uh looking to looking to get back right i know they won their last game but they're looking to get right after uh, a nice little loss or losing streak uh next game celtics hawks uh celtics minus four and a half I'm staying away completely. Um, these two teams matched up uh, just a couple days ago, um, and I like this. I like the Celtics here just based purely on the fact that they lost the last game. Uh, Kemba's coming back, um, and this is this is one of those games where, like, legitimately, I'm not going to bet blindly from you know what the books say, but the books are telling you that the Celtics are going to win this game, right? Because this same. Okay, yeah, Kemba was out last game, but they were two one-and-a-half-point favorites. Now they're four-and-a-half. I'm telling you, Kemba, Kemba's, you know, a good basketball player, but he's not worth two-and-a-half right now, and the books don't think he's worth two-and-a-half. This is a pure situational spot. Um, if you want to be on the side uh, of the books, go ahead and hit the Celtics here, minus four-and-a-half. I'm not going to do it. Um, I think Moneyline is safe in parlays if you want to just do that instead, but um, I'm going to stay away here. I wasn't able to catch the last game. Um, again, the Hawks are one of the hardest teams in the league for me to read because um, such a different mix of talent. You know, some some half the games DeAndre Hunter's been there, half the game he hasn't. Half the games uh, Danilo's been there, half he hasn't. Half the games uh, Trey Young's been great, half the games he hasn't. Like Gallo's been there. It, it's just an impossible team for me to figure out, and um, it's hard to put my money on these games when I haven't really gotten the best feel of the Hawks and where this team's at. So I'm telling you, the book's telling you the the Celtics are going to win. Um, they're not going to go and make this five and a half, six, but um, for it to go from one and a half, two to, to four and a half, the books love the Celtics today. Um, and I, if the books love the Celtics, you probably should as well. All right, next game, the Pistons and Grizzlies. Um, stay away from me here, man, too. Grizzlies are such an up and down team and um, they finally got a nice win at home against the Thunder, but uh, this Pistons team is going to come out hungry. They were uh, they blew a huge lead to the Bulls. Um, uh, yes, what's today? Friday on on Wednesday. I, I think they were up close to like twenty five, maybe even close to thirty um, against the Bulls. Yeah, they were up ten plus eight. They were they were up eighteen at half, um, and then just had a god awful third quarter and. Uh, cost them that game so uh, expect them to be hungry they're a team that um, doesn't win a lot of their games but they do cover as dogs in a lot of their games I know you're not getting the largest number here uh, but the Grizzlies have shown uh, that they're just an inconsistent team and and you don't unless they're coming off of like a, a lot of losses in a row like you don't really know and um, I love John Morant, but he's he's had his issues on defense this year. So um, four and a half, I think, is about fair. I think if I had to side here, I'd side the Grizzlies, but um, I'm not going to do it. Next game, Oklahoma City Thunder, Milwaukee Bucks. 
Don't even want to talk about this. Don't want to talk about the Bucks. Uh, this is a game that, again, screams first half, take a minus five and a half, uh, but I'm not going to do that. The Thunder have played really good basketball lately, um, have hung in on a lot of games. The Bucks are going to get out of it in a big way soon. I, it very easily could be tonight, but I'm not going to put my money in hope that it's tonight. Um, so I will pass. I don't want to talk about the Bucks, so let's not talk about the Bucks. Um, okay, this game I do have a play on, and I locked it in last night. I knew we were going to get some nice line movement here, but uh, again, closing line movement means nothing if it doesn't cash. So uh, hopefully we get this one to the window, and that is the Suns minus I, – I locked them in at minus two. They're now minus three and a half, minus 115, so it might get pushed up to minus four. I wouldn't play it at anything past minus two and a half. I think minus three you could hit. Um, but these two teams actually matched up not two weeks ago in New Orleans, and New Orleans blew them out. Um, but this is just a better situational spot for the Suns. Um, I think anytime you blow a lead in the way that they did, um, you're going to come back focused and, and really going to make sure you get to the window. So you're getting a better team in the Suns, a much better team in the Suns. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'd say the Suns are a much better team than the Pelicans uh, at this point in time. You're getting them focused. They've already lost to the Pelicans, so you know they're they're uh, they're up in terms of just making sure they're ready. And then on top of that, they blew a uh, twenty point second half lead against the Kyrie and Kevin Durantless Nets. So uh, best version of the Suns and the Pelicans have lost a couple games in a row. True. Um, and so they're going to be ready to go today too, but you're getting the best version of the Suns fired up, locked in, and they're just a better team. So, um, we got a minus two, you get them at a possession, um, like them to get the job done today. I'd play it up to minus two and a half, three. Um, although three does scare me a little bit, I, I would still play it up to three. I've locked it in at two. Um, but you're again, you're in the better team, the, the hotter team. And they're going to be just as focused as the Pelicans. So give give them to me. Give me the Suns. Um, next game, Raptors-Timberwolves. I think this line is fair. Kyle Lowry looks like he's going to be playing. Um, so you get him as a short home favorite. And we bet on the Timberwolves last game, and I was hoping we can get some extra points here today. But doesn't look like we we're going to get more than two. And two's that's uh, just not enough for me to play. Um, they've played really good lately, and the results just haven't shown. And... We've seen it, man. Um, the difference between a lot of these winning teams and losing teams in this league are how you close basketball games. And they have not been able to close basketball games. They've played really, really well. Up heading into the fourth against the Lakers. Up big heading into the fourth against the uh, Pacers and come away with two L's um, in tough fashion. So you just got to be able to close these games out. And they know that. Um, and they're fighting. They're playing with a lot more energy. They're playing a lot tougher. Um, and the, the the talent's starting to gel. Ant's kind of finding his role. Cat's finding his role. Rubio, I think they're better with Rubio than um, D'Lo. Um, Nas Reed's been huge for them. Malik's finding his stride. So I, I like the Timberwolves, dude. I, re- I really do. It's just um, you're getting a team in the Raptors who just knows how to close games. They already lost to the Timberwolves at home. So you know they're going to come ready to fight. Um, so I'm going to pass on this, but I do. It's interesting that you see the books have made the adjustment. They were eight and a half point favorites uh, not a week ago in, in uh, yes, granted in Tampa, but that's not even where they're from. Um, the lines now moved six and a half points just because it's in Minnesota. Nah, you, you see, they finally adjusted to it, and that's why we were on Timberwolves last game. But I'm staying away here. Uh, there's just no value in the Timberwolves here, even though I want to hit them. Um, next game, the Jazz minus five against the Clippers. 
Jazz or a cash cow, man. I mean, it's really, at this point, it's never a bad bet, especially when it's a small number like five. But at the same time, Kawhi could be back. PG could be back. And if you get fully healthy Kawhi and PG back, just a fully healthy Clippers team, five is too much, regardless of, of how good the, the Jazz have been. Um, so I can't... I can't lay this here. If, if Kawhi and PGs are, are out, yeah, sure, get me back on the Jazz. But um, I'm not going to do it right now because if, if those two are in, it's a, it's a much different ballgame, and this is one of the few teams that can handle the Jazz toe-to-toe um, at this point in the season. Like, Kawhi and PG will do that to you. And you saw that the bench the bench uh, version of the Clippers actually hung in there tough against the Jazz on uh, Wednesday. They really did. Um, and then the Jazz just ended up being too much in the end. But, like, the, they can hang, and then those two getting back, five is just way too much. So uh, I'm going to lay off here. Um, if, if they're ruled out, I like five. Um, and if they're ruled in, then obviously I like the Clippers here. Um, but I, it's really anyone's guess. I'd say I'd say Kawhi is, like, 60-40. I'd guess he'd play, and I'd guess PG's, like, 40-60. So we'll see there. Uh, Nuggets Cavs. This is a really interesting line because uh, I like the Cavs here, but I don't have the balls to play it. Um, we saw them really their last game was against the Warriors on Monday and they were on a brutal road trip where they just would look awful. They 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 would score here and there, but it'd be tough back. But buckets, baskets, buckets. Um, it'd be Sexton or Garland really creating out of nothing. Um, and then on defense, you know, they'll have a possession or two where they play a good defense, but for the most part, it's pretty poor defense. Um, and you saw them just get slaughtered really every single game on the road trip, except for the Suns. Um, and even that Suns game, they gave up 119. So, um, for me, it's, it's weighing, it's weighing how much that, how much getting Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three straight days off does for you. Like how, how much, and you would think it does a lot, right? One, the rest is huge and it's not just physical it's mental right you get physical rest to get your body right but you also have the mental rest of a long road trip grinding you know you're you're starting backcourt is 20 21 and 22 23 like it's mentally taxing going against these guards on a, on a long west road trip right now you're back home you've got rest and then you get time to game plan right meanwhile the nuggets are are on a long road stre- road stretch um they uh they haven't they played on ones or yeah they played on wednesday it's probably they've had one day off but like they've lost two straight they're tired they're missing bodies they're missing Millsap. they're missing pj dozier um they're they're forced to play guys like fasundo Campaso, uh a lot of minutes and and so i i like the Cavs here if i've if there's ever a spot to bet on them right now um it's now because you know you're getting them at home with a lot of time off and and that does wonders in this at this point in the season right and you're you're really getting the opposite for the nuggets like yeah they had one day off but they're in the middle of a really long grind of a road trip so um i think a lot of people look at the most recent games um and you just look at it and you're like damn like the Cavs have been really bad. What's going to change? And and again, I, I don't think you can overhaul your whole defense or offense or system or whatever it is. Like there are just clearly some some terrible weaknesses there. Um, but again, in this league, you can fight if you can fight and play with energy and claw. 
you can hang in. You can hang in games regardless of the talent level difference. And so nine at home off of this much rest is really a spot I do like the Cavs, but I don't know if I have the balls. So uh, a couple leans where I don't know if I have the balls is our Cavs plus nine. Um, Celtics minus four and a half and the Warriors under 224. Um, might just throw those all in a parlay, but I, I do appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys have a great Friday. Um, and we will be back tomorrow to break down another slate. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's closing time on the week. We've got to lock in. We've got to get, get to cash some of these tickets and, and finish this week strong, but I appreciate you all. And, uh, we will talk very, very soon. Have a great Friday guys. Peace.